this is winning us on a Saturday morning. You wouldn't read about it. Trying to pull up David Morrison. I think he's got a bad line. Would not read about it on a Saturday morning. Nothing going right. But do you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Tonight, tonight, wherever you are for New Year's Eve, if you want to listen to the cricket, there's only one place to listen to it. That's SEN Track. Every station tonight, apparently, myself and Chad Sayers will take you through the New Year's Eve game between the Strikers and the Melbourne Stars, live from Adelaide Oval. We're now going to go to our track manager. Hopefully that line's tidied up. We've got to David Morrison, assistant track manager at Randwick. Good morning, David. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. We're closing in pretty uh, quickly. We certainly are. Now, we had a chat. I'm, I can't even remember if it was yesterday or the day before, David, but we were talking about <laughs> it's the days of merging together here, uh, about the rain. Now, we thought that there might have been some afternoon and or morning showers. It doesn't look like you've copped a lot, but are you still no. at the top end of the four? Um, yes, I'd say we're about... Uh... Yeah, top end of the four. We just received in the last hour, I just updated, last 24 is 0.6 now. So we just got 0.4 off the coast. Um, I'm hoping that's all. They do predict we could get a, you know, a few more little scuds. But um, after 12 o'clock, it should be pretty sweet. So after 12 o'clock, what are we expecting, a four? Oh, we're a four now. No doubt about that. Yeah. because we're, we're not, no details have changed. We went out this morning and we had a Peno of uh, 5.20, going stick of 9.7 and a shear of 12.3. So yesterday afternoon when we went out, um, we had a 5.22. So everything's improved slightly this morning. We had a quite a decent fog and a really heavy dew um, this morning. So, But the track can handle a... If we even if we had a mill more um, before twelve, the track's going to handle it nicely in that three meter area. Beautiful, absolutely love it. You've done a superb job. There's probably uh, no teams working harder. Dare I say it? I've spoken to most of the other track managers already this morning, so it doesn't really matter. I can say it for the end of the year. No track teams have worked harder than the Sydney teams over the last twelve months. I don't reckon, David. Well, I dare say the. All, all the all the teams around Australia is probably uh, they're all been working well, but uh, yeah, it's certainly been a, uh, a a very busy holiday period, and the staff have done a magnificent job. And like I like I said before, Michael's got the track in good conditions. Um, the renovation went well, so yeah, racing's been really fantastic at the moment. David, appreciate your time this morning. Uh, well done with the track. You have a safe and happy New Year. I'm sure the beers will taste nice tonight. Sounds good, and uh, Happy New Year to you and the team and the listeners. David Morrison there, the assistant track manager there at Randwick, and like we said, not enough rain to worry about. A little bit of a dew this morning, so four and away we go. We're going to jump to a break. On the other side of this, Bjorn Baker to join me and Dean Watling to run through the card right up till about 9.50-odd, and then James Early for his tips from punt one, two, three. We do today on Thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting company. Back in a moment. Live across Australia on SEN Track, this is Winners with Gareth Hall and Miles Fitzner. Check out all our tips and previews on the SEN Track Hub on the SEN app. Well, welcome back to Winners. Miles Fitzner with you right around the country. This is Saturday morning. It's New Year's Eve. And who better to chat to than one of the great guys of racing? And I'm sure he's got something in store 
for his New Year's Eve party tonight. I speak of Bjorn Baker. He joins me. Hello, Bjorn. Happy New Year. Yeah, thanks, Miles. Same to you and all the listeners. Hopefully uh, we can finish 2022 with a bang and uh, back into another year next year. Well, I reckon... I think you can, Bjorn, and I think you can kick it away with a bang in race number one. I'm really keen on on this horse infatuation of yours. Um, uh, how keen are you? Yeah, you can never... It's always hard, these two-year-old races, to go in very confident, but uh, she just had no luck at Wong, and I thought she just wasn't 100% fit there. So she's always going to be vulnerable. Uh, today, she's... Hopefully got a gate that'll work out a little bit better. Gate six and Rachel should be able to put herself or put her where she's comfortable. And I think the main thing is just getting clear here, which she didn't get last time. But she looks fantastic. Her work's been good since. And uh, she's already qualified for the Magic Millions. But we, we'd want to see something today to go up there with a bit of confidence. You've also got Cathay Bracelet in the race. And uh, you, you're sort of backing that up from the Boxing Day run? Yeah, and, and she made good ground late. Um, I wish it was a 1,400-metre two-year-old race at this time of the year, but this <laughs> is the closest we can get, uh, a 1,200. So I don't think she's out of it, especially if she can just step, step away slightly better than she did last week. Otai Kuhn in race number three has been running pretty well, um, and uh, you had a run there on the 17th where you weren't that far away from Lekvate, which looks half-handy. Um you got a smarty, though, here in Gaza Blanca you're up against. Yeah, and it's, um, uh, once again, there's, there's no easy races in, <laughs> in Sydney. And he's been running well. He looks fantastic. Uh, he's just got a bit of an awkward gait. I wish he had drawn slightly better, but we'll roll forward. He's got natural speed, and um, he's back slightly in trip, which I think is probably a positive for him. This is the one I'm uh, also keen on, as well as infatuation, is Rupertar. Uh, in race number four, um, how's Rupertar tracking? Oh, I think this one's uh, well over the odds. Yeah, she's she's very hidden miss. When she wins, she she tends to win well, and um, if she doesn't win, she's not in, in the money. But uh, it's an open race, only the eight runners. Uh, she should be able to put herself forward comfortably enough, and I think the key is just getting a soft run in transit. If that's the case, she's... Um, she looks good for her. She's not a filly that always, or a mare that carries a lot of conditions. So we're happy with her going in. I think uh, the 1100 suit, she's a good chance. Morris is me dad in race number seven from a probably an ugly enough gate. Terrible gate. And just one thing, he, he never jumped last time. So I'm just hoping that he's the last in the gates and that might just help him. We've done a bit of gate work since. Um, I'm hopeful he'll jump really well today. If that's the case and he can roll forward, he's not out of it when you look at his best form on paper, but he's got to get back to that and in a hurry. Gosford, race four, number eight. You've got Flying Shelley that's been pretty consistent since uh, since this filly's been running. Yeah, she's running well, and, and she goes in a good each way chance. Uh, she's had three runs this prep and, and gone well each time, so she hopefully she's got another good one in her more than for a break afterwards. Race six, you've got Radiant Knight, uh, James Innes Jr. to take the ride? Uh, yeah, he's going to struggle probably. He's been disappointing and uh, saying that he's fit today, so if he's going to show anything today, might be the day. And then race seven, you've got Cosmic Minerva coming off uh, a couple of nice trials. 
Yeah, I think he's a really promising horse. Um, gate one, he's just going to do everything well, but I think he's got a really good future. I think he's city class. And um, last time he's at the races, he's scratched at the gates. So he's done a little bit of work there. I'm just hopeful he goes in and does everything well. If he does and, and gets a break or two in the run, he'll be uh, right there in the finish. Pretty safe today if we play around Cosmic Minerva, um, Rupert Tara and Infatuation. And that's probably the play. That's probably the play, and uh, hopefully we can relax a bit tonight. Yeah, well, uh, no doubt if uh, if you've got the three of them booked, you'll have the boat out on Sydney Harbour, Bjorn, and the tunes will be pumping, mate. You have a happy new year, and uh, uh, thanks for all your time here on SEN Track right throughout the year. You've been you've been great to us. Yeah, you've got the wrong trainer if you think I'm on a boat on the harbour. No, I'll... Uh, I'll have a few tunes cranking anyway, so... Yeah, I uh, bet you will. Great. Let's hope we can find a few more next year. That's it. That's Wednesday. Good luck. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Bjorn Baker there. Uh, He's just going to flick one out for Wednesday, right off the back of that. Make sure we go to the tape there. I didn't quite catch it, but we'll try and get that. Uh, Dean Watling joins you on the line to have a look at uh, Randwick. Hello, Dino. Good morning to you. Good morning, Milo. Last day of the year, mate. Hopefully we can go out with a bang. That's it. Uh, where do you want to kick it away, brother? I think race one. I think we both agree here and looks probably yep. one of the hardest runners to beat of the day. So Bjorn on there, no doubt gave it a good push. Infatuation is the filly we speak of. Comes through the really smart four lines at Wyong in the Magic Millions race there. Fire Lane was heavily supported, ran fourth, and then come out and beat Platinum Jubilee and Empire of Japan in its following start. So that's A1 form lines for these two-year-olds. So Infatuation should have probably been in the money there. Um, didn't have much stuff on the inside. So race one, number nine, Infatuation is one of the best of the day. Yeah, I'm with you too. Uh, did, can we touch on race number three as we work our way through? I think Garza Blanca takes care of him here. Yeah, for sure. He was outstanding last start. Albeit he got beat at a short quote. He got too far back. His sectional time were phenomenal. And moving towards the Magic Millions three-year-olds, he is a top-line horse. I wouldn't be surprised if James McDonald gets booked off the back of this today and he starts a lot shorter. So I guess if you like him today, you don't want to take the short odds. Back him in the futures markets for the Magic Millions three-year-old race, I think he'll be go mighty hard to beat in that. As we're working through, you pull me up where your bests are, race four or race five, because I want to go to race six. Have you got one before then? Yeah, race five is the, the next best of the day. Race five, number two, Oakfield Duke. The rain's around Sydney at the minute. It rained a little bit last night, which um, probably helps this horse a bit. We probably stay in the good four range all day instead of getting an upgrade to a three. Uh, he's very progressive, four wins from six starts. Uh, he's had an absolutely dynamite trial leading to this. Um, Jason Collett gave uh, the jockey on his inside, or Aaron Bullock, sorry, gave the jockey on his inside a little bit of a look as he flew past in the trial. So he raced really well, maps perfectly, and I think he can take out the midways. So race five, number two, Oakville Duke is my next best. Milo? You, you love your midways. Uh, race number six, I think Steely <laughs> takes care of them. It's not a best, but I think Steely wins. Yeah, I think it's D-Day for Steely. I think there will be no excuses after today. Bullfinch is probably one in the market has missed, and JoJo was a man that... You and your mate Dicko ticked up last week. Probably gets the perfect map again. So, bring it C-Day for Steely. Um, Gil and Gilden's in outstanding form, so um, you can back it with confidence. Uh, do you like anything in race seven? I think this starts to get pretty tough. Oh, oh, there's only one other one I like for the rest of the day here, but race seven, which way are you leaning here? Yeah, it's tricky. Uh, Ain't No Deal Done has that really good right you are and Shannon Burge form, which I really like. Um, Zach Lloyd goes on. 
Tony B is probably the best horse in the race, but I have no clue where this horse gets to from a map. It's going to get back to last and need all favour, so it's probably a race I'm going to stay out of. But if that have a play, I think no deal done. Um, four mines look superior here. Yeah, I'd be one, two, uh, four, five, and at least in the quaddy at a minimum. Uh, let's yeah, go to race number sure. eight, um, and another one here that I, I look. I think Vowmaster can win, but and Sacrimony can. Wouldn't surprise me if Dehorn Unicorn did. And Quick Tempo looks overs. Yeah, agree. It's an open race. You can probably back all four of them with confidence and make good cases for them. Dion Unicorn goes up in the weight, but comes out of that nice form line behind IME last start. That reads super, but does have to carry the weight here. I think they roll to the front here, Milo. They probably missed the beat last start when they were a little bit soft on him early, which probably cost him a lake or two against IME. But I'm going to lean the way of what quick tempo. I think sectionally outstanding last start in that Vow Master, our Bellagio Miss race. Um, if it can sit closer here over 1,100 metres, up 100 metres, I think sectionally home, um, quick tempo presents value in the eight. Have you seen Stranger Things, the TV series? No, I have not. Yeah, we well, you know the song, we're running up that road, we're running up that hill, where we're running up Kettle Hill in race number nine, it'll win. Best. <laughs> You're too good with these little narratives. We're like running it. up that um, road, running up that hill, you know, Kettle Hill. I expect to see a video of you singing that if you sing lobs today. Um, <laughs> short enough now, probably, but um, Jason Collett from our News, he's probably their premier jockey, and he's probably the premier jockey outside of Nash there at Ramwick today, so... What a race I'm going to chime into. I'm going to sit back and chew home Kettle Hill for you and a couple of others. If you're betting in race number 10 at Ramwick, call 1-800-858-858. I don't mind that from you, Mike. That's good. It's, it's very, very tricky. I don't know how, with your blessings so short. Obviously, Nash on, very good last start, but tricky, tricky map. A good mate of mine, Lewis Willoughby's horse, shows some decorum. It was really good last start on the quick backup, but another one that draws out. I think um, go wide here. If I had to have a play, I'm looking at horses such as Cuban Royale, Too Big Fiery, so am I. I think it's a tricky, tricky way to end the day. So yeah. hopefully we're going to cash early. That's it. And then we can be out of there. Yeah, I'm in. The, I'm sort of nine, fifteen, six, one, thirteen, eight. I'll just keep adding numbers. Um, so uh, that'll be a field league <laughs> if I take a quaddy there. Uh, just quickly recapping your best bets of the day at Ramwick. Can you do you have one at Gosford or not? Yeah, I got one at Gosford. So I'll fire that at the end. Race one, number nine at Ramwick. Infatuation is the best yes. bet. And race five, number two, Oakfield Duke is another best bet there. Um, and I heard Tommy. Two play give a really good push for Gosford race two number seven Luna Valenti today. Um, I really like this horse off the trials as well. I think that will be winning. Um, so probably short enough now, but drifts out in the market. We'll be backing all three of them today and hopefully have a big fill up. You're an absolute star. Um, happy new. What are you doing for the new year? Fireworks down by the Sydney Opera House, or you found your little um, normal perked up spot at like Tamarama Beach, just facing back towards Bronte, and get a photo looking over your shoulder, and you know put it up on the social saying you know looking forward to 2023, never looking back, sort of gear, or what, what's uh, what's the plan? Oh, I'll turn it up. I was going to get the boat out, maybe just go for a good arm joke. I'll be in the office tonight and doing the form for Canterbury and Flemington tomorrow. You're so. such a liar. You're such a liar. Right. <laughs> you, you, absolutely. You'll have, a, you'll have an alcoholic kombucha there somewhere. What are, what are you hipsters Actually, drink? I might, kombucha? I might head down the beach and take a couple of selfies, you know, just... Yeah. Oh, 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 o
<laughs> yeah, I did do that yesterday. <laughs> hey, oh, mate, appreciate all everything that you've done on SEN track right throughout the year. You're nothing short of a superstar, mate. Looking forward to 2023 with you. Appreciate it, Legend. Enjoy today and enjoy tonight. Dean Watling there. He's our form analyst up there in Sydney. He's a superstar, the barrier attendant. You can go follow him on Twitter. He's a jet. We're going to jump to a break. On the other side of this, James Early from Punt123 for his tips because it'll be harness, it'll be horses, and it'll be hounds, the same as what we call Gareth, Triple H. He's a triple threat.